This program is brought to you by Bible Media, under the oversight of the elders of the Chipman Road Congregation in Lee Summit, Missouri. Hello, and welcome to the podcast, Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Matthew chapter 4 and verse 4 says, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. The topic for discussion today in episode 125 is going to be from John chapter 1, verses 1 through 3. To see evidence of God, look around. To know God, open his word. John chapter 1, verses 1 through 3 read, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through Him, and without Him nothing was made that was made. In John chapter 1, verses 1 through 3, we see that Jesus was in the beginning with God, and that He is the Word. In verse 3, we see that he made the heavens and the earth. Just as Genesis chapter 1 and verse 1 says in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. In John chapter 1 and verse 3, it says all things were made through him, the him being Christ. And without him, nothing was made that was made. To see evidence of God, look around. To know God, open his word. You see, Jesus made all things. And so we can look around and see all the creation that has ever been made and see God in his creation because he created the heavens and the earth. And then if we want to know God, we've got to open up his word. In John chapter 1 and verse 1 says, In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. In John chapter 17 and verse 17, Sanctify them by thy truth, thy word is truth. If we want to get to know God, we've got to look to the Word because the Word is Christ, and Christ is God. And so if we want to get to know who He is and what He thinks He likes and what things He dislikes and what things in us He wants to see and what things in us He doesn't want to see, we have to get to know Him. We have to get to know His Word and what it says for us. 2 Timothy chapter 2 and verse 15 Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman who need not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. In Psalm 14 and verse 1, it says, The fool has said in his heart, There is no God. They are corrupt. They have done abominable works. There is none who does good. Only the fool says in his heart, There is no God. And in this, we see both of the statements that we're talking about today. To see evidence of God, look around. To know God, open his word. The fool says in his heart, there is no God. Why? Because creation is all around us. And creation demands that there be a creator, as well as design in the earth and in design in everything that is around us. There's design in the human body. There's design in the tree. There's design in the ant, the honeybee, the butterfly. Everything that is around us has design in it. And if there is design, then there must be a designer. And so only the fool has said in his heart, there is no God. Because evidence of God is all around us. To see evidence of God, look around. To know God, open his word. And all we have to do is open his word to get to know him, to know how not to be abominable to him, to know what works he wants from us. Open his word, and we can find in his word everything for life and godliness. We can find in his word everything that is going to make us complete or perfect. 
And so to see God, look around, to know God, open his word. In Psalm chapter 19 and verse 1, the heavens declare the glory of God and the firmament show his handiwork. The heavens declare the glory of God and the firmament shows his handiwork. Everything that is around us just absolutely screams there is a God. And that's why he said only the fool says in his heart, there is no God because creation screams there is a creator. The heavens declare the glory of God. They make it known. They make it so known that man is without excuse and the firmament shows his handiwork. There's design in the firmament and how it was put together. And thus there has to be a God. There is no other conclusion but that God exists. To see God, look around. To know God, open his word. In Psalm 53 and verse 1, it says, The fool has said in his heart, There is no God. They are corrupt and have done abominable iniquity. There is none who does good. This was a statement that was so important to us that God said it twice in the Psalms. He wanted us to make sure that we understood this, that only the fool has said in his heart, there is no God. No other person will ever say that there is not a God. Just like if you pick up your phone today and you look at your phone and you see all the design on it, the screen on the, on the front of it, the touch screen, the way that apps are arranged on here, the app store, everything about this phone screams design and thus no one would ever say that the iPhone 12 is not designed and that it did not have a designer. The world is the same way. If there is design in the world, there must be the one that designed it. And so this statement here was said twice in the Psalms so that we would make sure that we understand it and know it. In Acts chapter 17 and verse 11, it says, These were more noble than those in Thessalonica in that they received the word with all readiness and searched the scriptures daily to find out whether these things were so. To see God, look around. To know God, get into his word. Read it like the noble Bereans did every single day to find out whether or not what was being preached was the truth. And so if you listen to this podcast and you hear the words that are coming out of my mouth and you hear the scriptures that I'm using, don't just take my word for it. Truly get to know God yourself. Don't get to know him the way that I know him. Get to know him the way that you need to get to know him personally by reading the word of God yourself. These were more noble than those in Thessalonica in that they received the word with all readiness of heart and searched the scriptures daily to find out whether these things were so. To see God, look around. To know God, open his word like the noble Bereans. In Romans chapter 1, verses 16 through 21, the Bible says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God to salvation for everyone who believes, for the Jew first and also for the Greek. For in it the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, the just shall live by faith. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who suppress the truth in unrighteousness. Because what may be known of God is manifest in them, for God has shown it to them. For since the creation of the world, his invisible attributes are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. Because although they knew God, they did not glorify him as God, nor were they thankful, 
but became futile in their thoughts, and their foolish hearts were darkened. In verse 16, Paul said, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. I'm going to get to know it. I'm going to live it in my life. That's what Paul was saying. And then in verse 17 says, For in it the righteousness of God is revealed. To see God, look around. To know God, open his word. Because he reveals himself in the word of God. He reveals himself from faith to faith. The one faithful person preaching to the other faithful person, living a faithful life. For the just shall live by faith. Verse 18. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who suppress the truth in unrighteousness, because what may be known of God is manifest in them. God has manifested himself in the word of God. He has shown us himself in the word. And then he shows himself also in his creation. We can know the existence of God. We can see God by looking around. Verse 24, since the creation of the world, his invisible attributes are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. We are without excuse if we do not see God. And when we see that God exists through his creation, we have to seek him because the power of God is in the, the gospel, which is his word, the message. That is, he reveals himself and what he wants for our life through his word that we share with one another. And so to see evidence of God, look around. To know God, open his word. And we have to both seek God and know God. In Romans chapter 10 and verse 17, so then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Open his word. Build your faith through his word. And know that he exists because of the creation that he has made. See the design in everything around us. And then because you see the design, seek him out. Look for him and study his word because that's where he will be found, in his word. In Colossians chapter 1 and verse 16, it says, For by him all things were created that are in heaven and that are on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or principalities or powers. All things were created through him and for him. He is the creator of all the world. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him, nothing was made that was made. We can see his existence by what he has created. He has created everything that is around us, from the dust of the earth to the smallest little bitty virus that we can't see with the naked eye, to our bodies, to who we are, everything has been created by Jesus and declares his glory. To see God, look around. To know God, open his word. Study it and find out what he wants for your life. In 2 Timothy chapter 2 and verse 15, study to show thyself approved to God, a worker who does not need to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. If we see the evidence for God, we look around and we see him, but we don't seek after him in his word and what he wants for our life, then we should be ashamed. But if we study his word and we put it to practice in our lives by rightly dividing it, 
then we have no reason to be ashamed. To see evidence of God, look around. To know God, open his word. In 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 16 and 17, all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. We can equip ourselves for what God wants of our lives. All we have to do is open his word and look at the things that are profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. And then we have to put them into use in our lives. Once we are equipped, we have to go out and find the good works that he has talked about in his word that he wants in our lives. First Corinthians chapter 15, verse 58, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that your work is not in vain in the Lord. Find those good works and get to work with what he wants us to be doing. Faith without works is dead, being alone, according to James chapter 2, verses 17 through 22. And so get to work, church. We know that God exists. We've seen his creation. We see it in ourselves. His evidence for his existence is all around us. Now that we know, let's don't pretend like we don't. Let's not pretend as if God does not exist by not doing the things that he wants for us. To see evidence of God, look around. To know God, open his word. Let's get to know him through his son, which is the word of God. John chapter 1 and verse 1, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. He has revealed himself to us through his word, and he has revealed what he wants for us through his word. All we have to do is go to it, study it, and put it into practice in our lives. To see evidence of God, look around. To know God. Open his word. Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 1. God, who at various times and in various ways spoke in times past to the fathers by the prophets, has in these last days spoken to us by his Son, whom he has appointed heirs of all things, through whom also he made the worlds. To see God, look around. He made the world. To get to know God, go to his word. Through his son, God, who at various times and in various ways spoken times past to the fathers by the prophets, has in these last days spoken to us by his son. Why would we want to neglect that? Why would we want to neglect the things that his son has brought to us so that we can know how to be approved of in his sight? He's spoken to us through his son, and his son is the word of God. The word of God is sharper than any two-edged sword, able to divide soul from spirit, bone from marrow, and is the discern of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Hebrews chapter 4 and verse 12. Let's use it. Hebrews chapter 4 and verse 12. For the word of God is living and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the division of soul and spirit and of joints and marrow, and is the discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 6, But without faith it is impossible to please God. For he that comes to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. Second Peter chapter 1, verses 2 through 4, Grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord, as his divine power has given us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who has called us by glory and virtue, by which we have been given to us exceedingly great and precious promises, that through these you may be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. He's given us everything that we need through the knowledge of his Son, to see evidence of God, look around. To know God, open his word. We know that he exists. 
we see him each and every day of our lives. He has showed himself to us through the creation that he has made, and he has declared himself through us by his word. Let's get to know him. Let's open it and find out who he is and what he wants for our lives. So as we go about our lives today, let's take this little bit of food and apply it to our lives, digest it into our lives, and mold our lives around the Word of God. This has been Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Thank you. So as we go about our lives today, let's take this little bit of food and apply it to our lives, digest it into our lives, and mold our lives around the Word of God. This has been Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Thank you. We thank you for listening today. We hope you enjoyed this program. You can find out more about Bible Media by visiting our website, BibleWayMedia.org. You can find all of our podcasts and all major podcast platforms. As always, we thank you for listening.